Today is Wednesday, March 29th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Following the death of six people at the Covenant School in Nashville, Tennessee on Monday, law enforcement has released more information about the shooter, 28-year-old Aubrey Hale. Nashville Police Chief John Drake said the shooter may have had other targets, including his own family members and a local shopping mall. He also had recently purchased seven firearms, including the three that were used in the shooting, despite being on record as being under care for an emotional disorder. And yet, no one questioned why he wanted enough guns for his own well-regulated militia. The Manhattan grand jury that's hearing the investigation into Trump's hush money payment to Stormy Daniels is reportedly not going to meet to vote on an indictment this week, meaning there will be no imminent arrest. I am as tired as anyone with regards to the Trump arrest conversation, so hopefully this can be the last time I mention it for at least four sleeps. But that doesn't mean we're off the hook for any of the other investigations into Trump. A federal judge has ruled that former Vice President Mike Pence will be required to testify to the grand jury that's being overseen by DOJ Special Counsel Jack Smith. Trump's lawyers had attempted to assert executive privilege, and when that failed, they attempted to claim that certain issues should be off-limits. At the same time, Pence's lawyers asked to limit his testimony by arguing that his role as president of the Senate should protect him from legal scrutiny by the executive branch, which includes the Justice Department. They made this argument under something called the Speech and Debate Clause of the Constitution, which you may remember from Lindsey Graham's attempt to get out of testifying to yet another grand jury in Georgia that's reviewing attempts to overturn the 2020 election results. Now, I am no constitutional scholar, but I feel confident the speech and debate clause was intended to protect the separation of powers, not protect lawmakers from covering up a failed coup. New reporting from the Washington Post found that an activist group led by Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's wife, Ginny Thomas, collected almost $600,000 in anonymous donations over the past three years. The group, which is known as Crowdsourcers for Culture and Liberty, was established to wage culture war battles against what they call the left's cultural Marxism. Tell me you don't know what Marxism is. For some history on this, Ginny Thomas officially stepped away from activism over concern about conflicts of interest with cases that her husband is hearing several years ago. But in this case, reporting reveals that donations were funneled to her group through a right-wing think tank that agreed to serve as a funding conduit. This type of arrangement is known as a fiscal sponsorship and is meant to actively shield donations from public view. And they clearly knew what they were doing. The group's members communicated through a private Google group, and their emails contained warnings not to share information that would reveal the identities of the members of the group. Which, I don't know, kind of seems like the equivalent of announcing the first rule of Fight Club over a loudspeaker. For our final story today, FTX scammer Sam Bankman-Fried is back in the legal hot seat. This time, he has been indicted by prosecutors in the Southern District of New York, just like Jen Shaw, for violating U.S. anti-corruption law by conspiring to bribe Chinese officials so that he could regain access to more than $1 billion in frozen cryptocurrency in 2021. The indictment alleges that he authorized Alameda employees to bribe one or more Chinese officials with at least $40 million in cryptocurrency, unfrozen, 
so he could regain access to accounts that contained over a billion dollars in crypto, which China had frozen as part of an investigation. It turns out that the bribery worked, and the accounts were unfrozen at the time of his first payment, before he made a second payment to complete the bribe later. So far, Bankman-Fried hasn't pled guilty to any charges as he awaits a trial in October, while three other members of his inner circle have pleaded guilty to fraud and are cooperating with prosecutors. Sounds like this could be a court battle for the ages. May I recommend Gwyneth Paltrow's opposing counsel? Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Be sure to check out our premium extra extra episodes with the latest one now out today. It is all about the wealthy secrets to wealth hoarding. I looked into all the intricacies behind the tax breaks, trust funds, and write-offs that prop up the billionaire class and make their money endlessly multiply. You can find it in your morning announcements feed on Apple Podcasts, where you can sign up for a seven-day free trial. Or you can find it on Spotify by searching Morning Announcements Extra Extra in your search bar for its unique feed. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.